My name is Matt. Um, I, uh, myself and Steph, uh, we've been coming to Gateway uh, for about three years now, um, and I'm very uh, privileged and honoured to be um, bringing a short message to you on baptism this morning. So welcome, and especially if you're visiting with us this morning, you're very, very welcome. Well, as I mentioned, um, my wife, Steph, and I, we've been married uh, almost five years now, and um, I can't actually remember what life was like before we got married anymore, to be honest, which I think that's a good thing, isn't it? Um, when you get married, you choose to leave your old way of life, don't you, as a single person, and um, you start your new way of life as a married one. Um, marriage requires a kind of inward change of the heart, doesn't it? You suddenly become responsible for someone else other than just yourself. And at a wedding, your friends and family gather to celebrate with you, and it's a powerful and important event. You're taking vows to each other in the eyes of witnesses and also the law. It's a legal act. Um, and then there's also the exchanging of rings, which is kind of a lasting sign that you're now married. And of course, whether you like it or not, you're becoming part of one another's family. That's hopefully a good thing for most of us. Um, well, baptism is a part of our journey of knowing God better, isn't it? And um, it's a way that we show people that we want to commit to following Jesus. We invite our family and friends to hear our story, um, and we go under the water to symbolize that our old life is forgotten and that it's dead, and that we, when we're raised up, we're, we're starting a new life and we're committing to following Jesus. It also shows that we're becoming part of God's family, his church, and our local church here at Gateway. It's a powerful, meaningful act of obedience. And before Jesus began his work of performing miracles and teaching people, he was baptized himself. And what does Jesus say to us? He says, come, follow me. So he is our example there. Right, I'm going to do a little demonstration. So any of the kids, if you want to come and sit down here so you'll be able to see it better, you're very welcome to. I know we've got Discoverers kids in. I actually did this in Discoverers at the end of last year, so they'll know what's going to happen. Um, but any children are very welcome to come and sit at the front here so they can get a better view. Um, it worked really well in Discoverers, so hopefully it will go well today. So, I have some baby wipes, which we have a lot of these in our house at the moment. Several boxes. We get them on direct debit from Amazon. We go through about a box a week. And I also have some food colouring. Now, um, most of you will probably know that food colouring is very difficult to get out of things, especially if you've ever spilt it on your clothes. It's a bit of a nightmare, isn't it? So what I'm going to do is drop a few drops of food colouring onto this baby wipe. Well, that's quite a lot, okay. <laughs> so let's put that on there. Okay, you can see that this is kind of all over here, okay? Um, and even if I put it, so I've got a bowl of water here, just normal water. Put it into the, uh, the water and um, try and wash it out, but it, it doesn't really work. 
Um, as you can see, the water's actually just turned green, and my baby wipe is still very dirty. Well, this baby wipe is a bit like a picture of us. You see, as we go through life, we do things wrong, and we get lots of marks on us, don't we? Um, and everything that we do wrong is like a spot of um, dirt or a spot of um, food colouring on this baby wipe. And we can try as hard as we want to kind of get it out, um, but we can't. We can't do it ourselves, basically. It's impossible. Um, God designed us to live in relationship with him. And all of these, all of the dirt that we get on us when we do these things that are wrong, they separate us from God because God's perfect, isn't he? Now, when we become Christians, we repent, which means that we say sorry to God for the things um, that we've done wrong. And we commit to following Jesus, and he forgives us for all of those things. So when we repent and we um, accept God's forgiveness, things change a bit. And we become clean again. And baptism is a way of symbolizing that when we go under the water, we're dying to our old way of life. And when we come up, we're being raised into a new life with Christ, and we're committing to following Jesus. And baptism shows that we're repenting, we're saying sorry to God, and we're making a decision to change um, our way of life. Okay, there we go. And as I said before, kids, don't try this at home. That was bleach, by the way, in that pot, so you now know why. Cool. You guys are welcome to stay there, or you can go back. It's entirely up to you, but you're very welcome to stay there if you would like to. Um, so we're going to have a look. I think it's going to come up on the screen. There's a, a piece of scripture from Matthew, um, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 3. And um, it says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized. This is Jesus' baptism. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you come to me? Jesus replied, let it be so for now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. A voice from heaven said, This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. John didn't want to be baptized. Sorry, John didn't want to baptize Jesus at first, did he? John recognized that Jesus was the Son of God. John recognized that Jesus was the person that he'd been telling people about. He recognized that Jesus was greater than he was. But Jesus wanted to be baptized by John. Verse 15 in the NCV version actually says, this is Jesus speaking, let it be this way for now, for we should do all things that are God's will. So it was God's will that Jesus himself was baptized. Now, in Romans 6, Paul says, this should come up on the screen as well. What shall we say then? Should we go on sinning so that grace may increase? 
By no means. We are those who have died to sin. So how can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptised into Christ Jesus were also baptised into his death? We therefore have been buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of God the Father, we too may have new life. Paul explains that baptism is a picture of Jesus' death and resurrection. So how do we die with Christ when we go under the water? If you're hearing this for the first time today, you might be thinking, how do we possibly die? Well, we repent. We say sorry. We admit our guilt to God. But it's not just a case of saying sorry, is it? It's actually taking the decision to change. We change And we accept God's forgiveness for the things that we've done wrong. And how do we start a new life when we come out of the water? Well, we commit to following Jesus and we receive the Holy Spirit. Peter, one of Jesus' followers, said, Repent and be baptised, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. Baptism is important for Christians. It's being obedient to God. It's what God commands. And it's a public declaration of our faith in front of others. And we can look forward to receiving God's blessing and belonging to God's eternal family, the body of Christ and our local church here at Gateway. Now, let's get one thing straight. Getting baptised doesn't save you. It doesn't make you a Christian. Only faith in Jesus can do that. But being a Christian should make you want to get baptized. It's a response to our faith. Jesus himself was baptized, even though he'd done nothing wrong. But he wanted to be an example to us. He wanted to be obedient to the Father. And he wanted to mark the start of his public ministry. Jesus said, whoever believes and is baptised will be saved. After Jesus was raised from the dead and not long before he ascended into heaven, we've got this scripture as well. He said, so go and make followers of all people in the world, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're doing here today, isn't it? We're following that command. The process is to believe first and then to get baptised. The Father blesses those that are baptised with the Holy Spirit. And I believe that this morning he will pour out his spirit again on Arlene, Neil, Anya, Sandra, Sue, Tia and Sabina. Isn't it great that we've got so many people getting baptised this morning? What a brilliant celebration. It's such a privilege to be part of this this morning. I was baptised myself here at Gateway almost three years ago. Some of you will probably remember. Um, I remember feeling, having feelings of great excitement, but also anxiety. I knew that getting baptised was the right thing to do. I knew it was something that God was calling me to do. But I was also quite fearful and worried. I worried that 
my family might think that in some way I was rejecting the christening and confirmation I had received in the Church of England, um, the church I grew up in. Or that maybe I was just trying to fit in to this young and vibrant church that I'd recently joined. I was also a little bit concerned that people here at Gateway might judge me for getting baptised as an adult so long after I'd come to faith as a teenager. They might have thought, why on earth have you waited so long? I was worried about what people might think, but actually, that's not important. It's about what God thinks, and God says, get baptised when you believe. I had to swallow my pride. Arlene, Neil, Anya, Sandra, Sue, Tia, and Sabina will be feeling all sorts of emotions today. Hopefully, they're delighted and joyful, but they might also be feeling some discomfort, especially if they're not a fan of water. It may have been a long journey for them getting to this point, or they might be thinking, so where do I go next? Getting baptised doesn't mean that they've reached the finish line or that they've got all the answers. We're all on a journey of knowing God better, aren't we? And the Bible says that once we've repented and believed, we should get baptised. And as a church gateway, as God's people and as one family, we should rejoice and bless the guys that are stepping out in faith today. Let's bless them, let's serve them, and let's love them, because we're told perfect love drives out fear. And finally, Romans 10, verse 9, Paul said, If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. And you know what? That's all you need to be able to do to be baptised, is to say yes to those questions. And that's what those guys will be asked today before they're baptised. So a question for the rest of you. Do you feel that God's provoking you? Maybe if you haven't been baptised this morning. Well, don't miss this opportunity. There's still time to get baptised, even if you haven't got your swimming trunks. Come and be adopted into God's everlasting family. And this isn't just an invitation.